0: Good everybody. Prefer not to say back after a couple weeks off, I think, cuz we can never not have days off. Your friendly neighborhood podcast host James Greg here, aka Honky Tonkin Boogie.
1: Honky Tonkin Boogie. Wait, which one am I? I don't know. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think past that.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Honky Tonkin Boogie here.
0: So, today's episode is we're going to talk about Dunning-Kruger effect, which I am now referring to as smooth brain syndrome.
1: What's the Dunning-Kruger effect? I've never heard of it before.
0: Uh, The Dunning-Kruger effect occurs when a person's lack of knowledge and skills in a certain area cause them to overestimate their own competence. By contrast, this effect also causes those who excel in a given area to think the task is simple for everyone and underestimate their relative abilities as well.
1: Oh. So you could kind of like branch off of that
0: into imposter syndrome, right? Well, imposter syndrome, not necessarily, because that's kind of like being in a position where you think you're not good enough. Mm, to like okay. like like you're underestimating yourself like i've accomplished this but it doesn't feel right that's kind of what well, what i mean is. to
1: say is like the latter half of that uh kruger effect is like you not recognizing the competency you have in particular skill and thinking that everyone should be capable of it that's like you saying well i'm just normal you know what i'm
0: saying the coin flip is this is easy for me. Why isn't it for you?
1: Okay. That's what it is. Got you. So it's like imposter syndrome, but with arrogance. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the in
0: inverse there. of imposter syndrome. <laughs> well, no, I've just been, because, you know, I, I, I like to talk about this. I like fighting on social media for sport. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many people who are just so convinced of themselves without anything to back it up. You're the heavyweight champ yet, by the way? What? <laughs> I. So <laughs> I think, I think I want a conversation. I'm actually going to pull out this conversation because I just, I just have to. Okay. So there is a, um, Twitter thread. Someone said over, uh, this person, Nina Turner, she said over 500,000 Americans will go to sleep on the streets tonight. A minimum wage job will not cover rent and groceries for them. Meanwhile, the house, meanwhile, the house condemned socialism. Cause you know, they, you know, did that whole, um, house, like I forgot it was some something against socialism thing. They passed or whatever and oh my god i didn't realize this but i think i know who this person is i'm arguing with and i think they're related to somebody i know oh that's unfortunate that's funny um but this person said the reason they are homeless isn't the minimum wage and so i chimed in okay i said so what is the reason He said, drug addiction, mental illness, free unearned benefits, usually losses, some sort of caretaking relative. Those are the reasons. Like exclusively.
1: Exclusively. <clears throat> Couldn't be the fact that, you know, it's <laughs> literally not being paid enough to exist.
0: So I said, according to actual data, the top reasons for homelessness among families are lack of affordable housing, unemployment, poverty, and low wages. For individuals, it's lack of affordable housing, unemployment, and poverty, followed by mental illness and substance abuse. And then I said, in regards to mental health and substance abuse issues, it's a lack of treatment, not the issues themselves. So this is what he says. How is poverty a cause of poverty? That's like saying suicide is a cause of suicide. Poverty is the result, not the cause. Homeless people make zero wages, not low wages. And if you're trying to live in an expensive area without earning enough, that's a choice. So then I said this. You do know there are homeless people with jobs, right? The definition of poverty, the state of being extremely poor, the definition of homeless, the state of having no home. They are not one and the same. Low wages result in poverty. Poverty, in turn, can result in homelessness. And then he said, "What percentage of homeless people do you think are employed? Five percent? Maybe ten percent? You know what else results in homelessness and poverty? Bad personal decisions, like never pursuing higher-paying jobs or expecting people to pay for your housing. Actually, hold on. Okay, no. Okay, so this <laughs> this turned to a different person. I didn't realize that. So the f- person who said the reason they are ho- they are homeless isn't minimum wage. This is a completely different person who is I'm fighting with. I didn't even realize that. Oh, I say, uh." <laughs> the bad decisions narrative is a bad faith argument only used by people who refuse to properly educate themselves on the topic. Every job should pay enough for an individual to sustain shelter and there is no good reason it shouldn't be enough to sustain a basic living. And uh, I I have this screenshot that cites us in I think the article it did it cites a study that says there was a 2021 20, study from the University of Chicago that estimates 53% of people living in homeless shelters and 40% of unsheltered people were Employed either full or part time in the year the people were observed homeless between 2011 and 2018. And to one of my tweets, he replies, How about inflation, regulations that cost employers money with the they could otherwise pay employees with, suffocation of private housing development, eradication of small business development, and money the government wastes in the name of homelessness? How about the how about all those factors? And Oh, and then he followed up with, Yep, even every idiot living in a tent made no decisions on their own to get to that point. They're living there because someone else is rich. Got it. So he's like, I don't think I responded to that one.
1: Well, no, he's just kind of like trying to alt-tab out of the conversation by saying something fucking bizarre. And try- he's, he's gaslighting. He's trying to make you sound crazy.
0: <laughs> so what he did was, after I showed him this article, <laughs> he said, You are biased and cherry-picked quote-unquote data to support your denial of reality think about that <laughs> you are biased and cherry-picked data to oh, support no, no, your no, denial no, no, of reality
1: Hot, not, not data quote unquote data he's claiming <laughs> that the data's not even real
0: <laughs> and then he follows with i look around the world i live in there is a homeless encampment 500 feet from my door none of those people have jobs want jobs <laughs> Or have done anything to deserve taxes taken out of my check,
1: <laughs> bruh. So his anecdotal experience trumps Trump's data, Trump's research.
0: Got it. So I said, so you aren't biased. So I was like, so you aren't biased by basing your view simply on one homeless shelter by your house. Confirmation bias isn't objective fact. You have not yet. You have yet to provide any statistical data that proves homelessness is based purely on bad decision. I at least brought receipts to state my claims, and then it says. It's just, oh, dude, this is just epic. Okay, should I go to the next homeless encampment a few blocks down and ask them if they're employed? How many encampments full of unemployed drug addicts do I need to visit before making a conclusion that 40% of homeless people are not employed? It's called the real world.
1: The answer is all of them. What do you mean? they <laughs> said that
0: the fact that you can't admit personal decisions are a much bigger factor in someone ended up homeless than high rent proves your delusions. So keep quoting all the ridiculous studies you want to justify being wrong.
1: No, no, hold on. Hold on. I I, I feel them on one point. All right, hear me out. you know. You know. Personal decisions leading to people being homeless. I absolutely agree with that. It is the personal decision of parasitic landlords to raise rent and make people homeless.
0: Okay, and then I responded with, I can't admit something that isn't backed up by anything more than an opinion. Show me studies that prove this. And then he follows up with, he he tries to mock me. I can't admit that homeless people make decisions that lead to homelessness unless a study tells me so. Learn to think, bro. Oh, God. I said, so you just believe whatever you th- think despite... Facts proving otherwise. And then, hold on, where is... I'm trying to find another one. There was a really... Oh, man, this was the... There was one that was hilarious. There was a really funny one. Oh, yeah, he he did this. He said, ha, 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 look at my quote-unquote data that instantly estimates its numbers. If you think 40% of homeless people are employed, you're a complete moron.
1: What is this guy?
0: Bro, what do you think estimates are? What are they based on? I don't know. And then I said, are you really that dense? These estimations are based on surveys and administrative data. And I linked the exact study. And then he says, 40% of homeless people are not employed. End of story, dude. Look around.
1: I don't think he knows the amount of jobs that are available for low earners that won't get them out of poverty. You know, like, you could have a homeless guy who's like a part-time fucking parking lot sweep, like...
0: And then what he does he pulls an article he says hey look I can type things in the search bar too turns out dumping money out of productive people's paychecks and giving it to drug addicted insane people doesn't really solve any of the issues huh And then it's talking about um like homelessness worsens despite like government spending and it was in California and when I read it it was explaining that it doesn't mention anything about mental illness or drug addiction but it was also talking about how You know, there's overpopulation because California is a popular place to go to and there's pushback for expansion of affordable housing by the residents. Like it wasn't a gotcha. He just was like, see, look, I could pull articles, too. He didn't even read it. It was it didn't help his argument. But it just made me think it's like, how do you get to that point where just like cognitive cognitive function is that dissonant?
1: Um, extreme privilege, uh, adversity breeds brilliance and greatness. So like this dude hasn't had any rough spats in his life. So he's never had to critically think he's just had information from people who he deems like, uh, intelligent stuffed into his brain. And it's really just opinions being stuffed in there.
0: Well, and it's, it's not even citing anything. He's literally just deciding that himself. He was like 40% of people, homeless people aren't employed. End of story, bro. Like. That's not that's not absolute fact, bro. What? Mm. <laughs> and then he's just stopped responding after I like pointed out his flaw.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's what that's what brainlets do, man. They just they find someone who's like they find someone in a posi- that they can relate to, right? And they look up to them, and then they just take everything they they say as if it's like the word of God itself. You know. No one could ever prove them wrong when they believe in the almighty I in my
0: anecdotal experience. You know, it's basically anybody who listens to conservative media, basically. But it's it's just so funny that they always default to these same tropes that are actually it's like, oh, well, it's all those, you know, mentally ill people and drug addicts. It's like, nah, dude, you know, there's like levels of homelessness, right? And there's a lot of normal people with jobs that are homeless.
1: I don't know. The, the, his attitude with, uh, towards the uh, mentally ill homeless people, the drug addicts and all this makes me think that he's the type of person to have a serious conversation about the benefits of eugenics. Oh, definitely.
0: Well, I also got into another uh, fight because the, the this person that I uh, um that th- this person that did the original you know tweet of like criticizing things in America they they repeatedly do this on a daily basis, and there was one that I got into an argument of a person because it's like you know how people don't pay enough, and I was getting into an argument about a person where it's like they're just basically like it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, that's the market, and then. Uh, there was another person who was talking about it. it's like oh well if you don't pay attention in school and if you don't do this and this basically it was like your choices decided this and I was like oh hey and I cited you without your name I was like oh hey I have a I have a friend who makes really good money in his job and he still needs roommates and the dude was like well maybe he should go to a live in a place where there's you know a lower cost of living I said he lives single digit minute minutes away from his job. Is that not a problem that an employer is not paying enough people to live in the city that they live in? They're based in alone? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, and then he just went into his whole spiel again. It's like, oh, well, he's like, he traded wages for convenience. And I was like, he didn't trade anything. It's <laughs> what?
1: How did I trade wages for convenience? It, I go live somewhere cheaper. Right? Oh, okay. All right, bet. So I move somewhere cheaper, and then I got to spend all this money on a commute. Oh, well, you you traded a cheaper house for the commuting expense. Like this, this person will come up with any random ass shit to defend their point of view, regardless of what you tell them.
0: And then there was also the person I was arguing with who were just like, what's wrong with splitting costs? No one should have to get roommates if they don't want it in an... In a home where you don't need, it's small enough to where it's like roommates shouldn't even be a factor. You just get less space. It's like, what's wrong with splitting the cost? And then people are, have lately been like, oh, well, the reason cost is so high is because apartments and houses are bigger than they used to be. And it's like, they haven't really changed size in the past 20 years.
1: No, they haven't. <clears throat> I had an apartment when I was 18 with my brother. It's the same size as the apartment that my friend and his girlfriend have. And I wonder who's paying more them a whole hell of a lot more like almost double what what I used to pay and it's in the same
0: fucking complex as the craziest part well it doesn't even make sense because it's like has home size really even changed in the past 50 years boomers all built their dream homes and they were massive yeah it just it's just wild and it's just like people can't comprehend this is a problem and eventually it's going to become an inconvenience for you and we're going to turn around and say the same shit and you're going to be mad about it yeah for real you know oh what was it uh oh i think there was some bill proposed i don't know where it was but um trying to limit the amount of properties corporations can buy there's no way that's passing oh i know it's not but everyone's like there are people like yeah, we got to look out for this everyone's like good do it
1: everyone everyone's saying they oh we got to look out for, well wait are you saying they've got to look out for this like they want it to pass or people that don't no, like want they it don't to pass? the people they who don't. don't want it to pass those are the people who bought the american dream those are the people who think, "Oh well, I can't let this law pass because then, you know, twenty years from now, I want my corporation to own all these houses." Like, no, it's not gonna happen, Chief. You're not gonna be able to outbid outbid these people and their wealthy ass kids. There's there's a there's a there's a split. In America, like we have the class system, right? Where there's like upper middle class, middle class, lower class. That's not, that's an illusion. That shit is a goddamn lie. There's the owner class and the worker class, and that is it. And the owner class just keeps everyone in the working class fighting each other, like this dude on the internet being like, oh, well, I work harder and I have a better paying job, so I'm better than you, so I have this opinion of like homeless people and blah, 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 and whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. This dude's working class just like you or I. He should be looking at the owner class and being like, hey, bro, stop fucking us sideways.
0: There's also a really troubling video on someone telling somebody how to overcharge on Section 8 housing. He was basically like, oh, if you want to increase your profits because you can't charge so much over rent, start adding different service fees on top of that. The fuck? Yep. Oh, God. Because it's like, is whatever you do, don't call the extra expenses rent. I'm like, you are literally just garbage,
1: yeah it's it's America's like, yeah, you know, people would be like America's the greatest country on earth, America's the greatest bucket of crabs on earth. It really is that's all it is. Everybody's be like, Oh well, I gotta get mine, fuck everyone around me, let me pull their legs off <laughs> right it's just it's that it's too big. America needs to be like broken apart, and then it won't be an issue anymore. You know, so you'd have, like, the smaller communities that actually give a shit about each other.
0: I mean, can we just make all the different, like, groupings their own country? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, the, the West Coast is its own country, the East Coast is its own country, and the states just become factions of that area. It's kind of funny how um, people are like, why don't Americans travel more? And it's like, bro, it's because we can't just go to another country in an hour and a half on a train like you can. Like You are really underestimating how big the U.S. is, dude. You could fit a couple of those countries inside Texas alone.
1: <laughs> I see this shit all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, people traveling all the time. It's like, oh, man, you're going to all these different countries. Where are you from? The U.K. Oh, <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's just like a two hour drive, bro. What do you
1: mean? I gotta do that just to get to Detroit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they they never factor that in. It's like, dude, every state is like its own country here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, why don't you just go to like Mexico or Canada? It's like, bro, that's still a long distance away.
1: And so people would be like, Oh yeah. I travel to XYZ country, you know, for my summer vacation or whatever. Do you travel? And I'm like, Yeah, I've been to Kentucky. <laughs>
0: Or or how they'll, um there are people like, yeah, I had a, you know, I met this UK couple who were traveling and they're like, hey, they were in like, I don't know if it was like they said they're in Florida, like, hey, do you think we could hit up do you think we could like go to this place and the Grand Canyon like round trip in the day? And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, you know, you know, that's like miles upon miles away, right? It's not like a, oh, oh, we'll just, we'll, we'll just take the, uh. <laughs> We'll just, say, take Amtrak, bro. Like, no, we'll just take the Amtrak, bro. We'll just take
1: we'll, the Amtrak. We'll pass by the fucking Grand Canyon on our way to Brunch. <laughs>
0: Holy shit. And we can't fault them for it either because they, just, they literally just don't know.
1: No, perspective is a hell of a thing.
0: Speaking of perspective, it's about time for a water break. Yeah. I mean it's not related to perspective, but uh yeah, go drink some water. Well,
1: it's going to change their perspective. They're going to, you know, digest this and come back to an entirely different conversation. <laughs>
0: and we're back yeah talk about smooth brain syndrome i think one of my favorite things is just this whole biden presidency trumpers try to they think we look at biden the way they look at trump so they try to have all these gotchas Mm -hmm. and the main thing that was funny was when they um uh found that biden had Um, documents Mm -hmm. because you know (laughs) Trump had those classified documents that he was holding hostage and they did that raid and then there are people like well why didn't he get raided and everyone's like (laughs) (laughs) because his lawyers found it at his house called them up and was like hey we found some stuff are you missing anything and they were like no bring it over and we'll figure it out (laughs) (laughs) that's literally what it was like oh hey we got these We we should probably handle this and then they're like oh hey your boy biden had documents guess it's time to open up an investigation huh and everyone's like yeah let's do it and they're like no i don't think you heard me he had documents we need to investigate this and they're like yeah run it and then they're just they get mad because they're like <laughs> dude, I love bro, bro we're it. I all love about it. accountability over here dude like i don't know uh, what you think <laughs>
1: I love having this conversation with conservatives. You know, anytime you like, you you drag Trump or whatever, and they're like, "Well, at least this, that, and the other thing," and you're 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 president this and that, and I'm like, "Dog, he's not my president, bro." (laughs) Like, I don't claim him. All right,
0: (laughs) it's like they're mad we don't worship him. Like, bro, most of us didn't even like him. (laughs) For real, does anybody really like Biden? No, we wanted to get Trump out of office, dude. Like, they get so mad, it's like you are in a cult. And then they just blame Biden for everything. It's like, you do realize, like, the president really does not have much control over a lot of things, right?
1: Can we talk about how the presidents are extremely overpaid? Like, the official presidential salary, I think, is only, like, I want to say it's, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. I think it's, like, four. No, it's it's hundreds of thousands. It's at least, like, half a million a year I think it's only
0: 400,000.
1: It's well. It's around there, anyways. Point is, hundreds of thousands, right? But then, like, that's not accounting into there. That's not. Taking oh, it's two hundred thousand. Anyways, hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> but that's not taking into account all the ridiculous expenses they make on their president's behalf. That like they don't track for that. When you when you take into account like all the expenses that the presidents abuse during during and after their uh, tenure, is like. I was reading it was somewhere like in the 4 or 5 million dollar range annually. Cuz you have to account for like uh, security, uh salary for support staff, um room and board, travel, all that shit.
0: Right. Oh wait, no, it is 400,000, but they also have a $50,000 expense account which isn't taxed.
1: Right. I mean, who's gonna give? Who's gonna fucking tax it? It's it's the feds, <laughs> right? Oh, we're well, gonna that, tax our own money. Come on now.
0: <laughs> well, that reminds me. Everybody was, you know, because everybody made a big fuss about Trump going to um, going golfing all the time, and everybody's like, "What's the problem?" And everyone's like, "You do realize Mar-a-Lago just is not profitable, right? Like they hemorrhage money. He's funneling taxpayer dollars to keep his place going. It's it's literally money laundering at this point." Because it's like, dude, he went golfing so much more than everyone else and went to his own resort.
1: I wouldn't even call it money laundering, dude. It's not like the dirty money is getting clean. This dude is just literally thieving money and putting it into his own pocket.
0: I mean, he did have his ex-wife like buried on a gol- on one of his golf courses to evade paying taxes. Hey, man. <laughs> like it was a write-off or something like that.
1: Like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not mad at him for that one like it's it's disrespectful to put a whole ass person in the ground to avoid taxes, but like I'm all for not paying taxes.
0: he's the ultimate scam artist,
1: if anything, everybody should bury their loved ones on their property.
0: <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, but yeah, my well, my thing is like not only is the salary for life, but they also get secret services detail for life. Mm. It's what and they're and they're all wealthy to begin with, so it's like do they really need that extra money?
1: No, everybody who takes that position doesn't even need the money, so it's like why pay them? They should be the only. They should be the only uh, employee in the nation with a zero dollar salary.
0: Well, there's also the uh, people point out like people who like come a card of Congress or whatever, like they get political positions. They're you know they barely their net worth barely like in the twenty to thirty thousand, and then like miraculously in a few years they're millionaires. And it's like, oh yeah, it's all the insider trading that we know they're all doing.
1: Wait, who the fuck became a member of Congress with a net worth of like under thirty thousand dollars?
0: Well, no, I'm talking about people like AOC or like there's a couple other people or Lauren Boebert wasn't worth anything before she became like she got into politics. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they all become like millionaires. Well, I
1: mean they make the laws that affect the the stock market, of course they do.
0: Right. They get to, you know, do all the trades like right before everybody.
1: I could start with like a thousand. I could start with like five thousand dollars, which I which I got right now, you know. And if I had the info they had, I'd be a millionaire by the end of the year. The fuck,
0: right? Exactly. What kind of shit is that? But you know, we got the but the the class war, which should be us versus the elites, is us versus us because there's too many bootlickers who think they know what they're talking about.
1: You know what's fucked? This is like, no one stays clean i think when they when they become a member of like congress like i'm just waiting for the day the aoc completely turns turns sides if it hasn't happened already i don't keep i don't keep up on aoc news here's
0: the here's the thing i just don't they're not our friends even the people who are all about bernie bernie sucks too bernie bernie sanders is literally the good cop of politicians it's like, if he really wanted to do some good, bro, leave your position and do some actual things. And I don't care what kind of stuff he did in his youth. People like to say, oh, well, he did all those protests. Like, I don't care. Once he got into politics, like, you can you talk about all the change you want to do, but at the same time, are you, what are you really doing? You, you know, your hands are tied when you're in that system, especially when people are against them. Or it's like, like my favorite thing is, like, philanthropy is a joke. Mm -hmm. it's like when everybody talks about Mackenzie Bezos giving all this money away and I'm like why are you giving it away why don't you use it to establish legitimate infrastructure you were a part of Amazon you can't tell me that you don't have the smarts to do some real good for this world
1: well I don't know what position she held in Amazon so I I personally can't like make any claim like that but yeah she at least got the money to hire the people that do
0: (laughs) I mean she was there at the very beginning so I'm assuming she probably had a big hand at the beginning of it
1: Maybe. Because
0: I think they were, to- they were together before Amazon. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, older generations. Those are the biggest culprits of smooth brain syndrome ever. Especially because they can't comprehend what's going on in modern times. There's no way that you just aren't aware. You're refusing to acknowledge it. I think it's
1: kind of just something that we just have to accept and just wait out. You know, like uh, people by and large are more intelligent now than they were 100 years ago. You know, and far more educated, obviously. So it's like they 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 hit the point where they I don't know they they're in denial essentially, where they don't want to accept that the younger people are grow- are smarter than them. The younger people are obviously going to be the future, you know. They're, so they're just fighting back. Or at least that's my viewpoint on it.
0: Or they've just been out of the game so long that they don't realize, like, hey, bread doesn't cost a nickel anymore, Linda. And then just the end the endless fight over uh you know, I can't afford it I can't afford X, Y, and Z. Sounds like a skill issue, bro. <laughs> Go get some skills. Get a better job.
1: This man said skill issue. <laughs> I now I'm just imagining Warren Buffett being like, imagine getting gapped in the stock market, bro. Come on.
0: Yeah, also I think there's also a real big problem with media literacy nowadays. Because there's way too much over-analysis on things and misinterpretations. Like, there was this one clip of a um, this older dude, and then he asked what his favorite book was. And it was Lolita by Vladimir Nobokov. And he was talking about, like, how he really loved it and how well written it was and all this stuff. And everyone's like, that's a red flag. It's because it's about a dude who obsesses over a teenage girl, even though the book makes it clear this isn't okay. And that's the point of the story is that it's not okay. But then there's other people who are interpreting it the wrong way. Like someone said that there was a situation they had in a a college class where someone said that their favorite romance novel was Lolita, and everyone was like, I'm sorry, what? And so the teacher had to explain, like, that's not a romance. It's actually very disturbing and not okay. Interesting. But there's also, like, you know, the the interpretation of certain materials. It's like people who It's the people who watch Joker and all the incels who identified with him when it's clearly a movie about, you know, why you should care about mental health Mm -hmm. and the why, you know, the system at large is responsible for a lot of problems that people mentally people deal with.
1: I mean, it's really just people missing the point. Which is which is why I feel like there needs to be a uh, what's it called? Syllabus? No. Summary? No. Synopsis? Maybe. Can't remember the word. Anyways, something explaining the message for the people who aren't adept enough to pick up on it themselves.
0: Or, or like the dudes who identify with Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Yeah. Or or, or who like, you know, or all the <laughs> Fight Club bros
1: who totally missed the point of that story. <laughs> Warning, if you, if you get this message from this piece of art, <laughs> you weren't paying attention.
0: Or it's like how, uh, you know, things shift. Like the whole incel thing, you know, that was started by a woman.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. It was, like, uh, originally a forum for, like, uh, women who uh, couldn't get dudes or something like that. I can't remember.
0: Well, no, it, w- it wasn't just strictly women. It was just, like, people who, like, you know, that that whole thing, like, it just doesn't work for them in their life. Like, the whole, like, relationships and stuff thing. And then this person moved away with it. I, I, she found out she was queer. She came to this realization and was like, I need to step away from that. And then, like, all the neckbeard fedora dudes kind of took over it and caused mayhem. It's like basically it became a 4chan thing. You know, lowest common denominator of the internet were like women are the worst because they won't have sex with us.
1: You know what's funny? Is like as much as I can like sympathize with some people and like the plight of like men in so- in modern society, I'm every time I see one of these like dudes being like on, on the uh, <clears throat> involuntarily celibate kind of subreddits and shit. I'm like, dog, look at your problems. Like, just lose some weight, hit the gym, someone will fuck you, and then you'll get over this shit. Oh, what's
0: funny is... <laughs> oh, it's always funny when, like, dudes who are not conventionally attractive land, like, you know, just like the most attractive girls ever and all the comments are like what's wrong with me what am i doing wrong i'm like bro if you say that that's your problem right there
1: yeah for real you got zero like self-confidence i don't know i've always punched above weight i i i I was like damn i don't look the best damn i'm kind of fat well i better be charming as shit like Like, I'm i'm an entirely different person when i'm talking to someone i'm trying to get with it's crazy
0: and then now you're hitting the gym and gonna become a beefy boy.
1: Yeah, that's that's and then you'll be getting even more girls. I I've been saying it for years. I'm like, man, if if I was in shape, it'd be over for all of you. <laughs> About to get that Jason Momoa dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the air quotes dad bod with the six pack. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, the smooth six pack, it's like dude could still like punch my head clean off my shoulders. Like honestly. Dude's massive. It's like it's, it's like, is there any is there really any fat? No. Yeah, dude. Oh, there's also a funny thing that I saw um it was like if you watch my six hundred pound life, every one of those people are married. Just go ahead and eat the cake, bro.
1: That is crazy. Yeah, I mean every one of them is married, but like who are they married to? Oh, most
0: of the time it's people like a third of their size.
1: Yeah, but like a third of their size is still pretty fucking big. Like to the point where physical attraction isn't the reason that either of them is with each other. I mean
0: I mean that's a good point.
1: You know, it was saying? just a
0: sentiment like, "Oh, go ahead and eat some snacks every now and
1: then, bro. Like you're good." Look, I'm, look, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll say this to everyone. No matter how unattractive you think you are, or how incapable of getting someone, you, like if you think you can't pull anybody, and you're like alone and depressed, and oh, I, I want a person so bad. I just want someone to hold me at night. Your standards are too high. Look in the fucking mirror and lower your goddamn standards. I guarantee you, there is a bevy of people out there that fucking proposed to your ass today but you won't even give them a second glance bro men and women
0: that's it i you know something i would you know want to tell people is like is the here's the issue the girls you want don't want you but the girls that want you you don't want and that's the problem
1: people need a reality check if the people you want don't want you you need to fix something fix something or fucking settle
0: i mean it also kind of goes hand in hand with us like are you a likable person in general Honestly, like I don't find myself a likable person, but people really like being around me and I don't know why.
1: Um, I think it's because you don't you don't waste time with the bullshit and the jive. You just tell it how it is.
0: Maybe it's the thing. Like, I always have this thing where it's like if I if I don't show any interest in it, like it happens, like it's like, you know, it's not hard for me to be around children or animals. And I think it's because they sense that I don't care. And they're just like, you know what? Challenge accepted. (laughs) But being charismatic does help.
1: Yeah. Being able to hold a conversation helps even more. That's the thing. People can't, talk, people don't have the ability to talk about things that they don't know anything about. Like, I'm not very good at it, but damn it, I try.
0: <laughs> Yet yeah, yeah, you're still one of the most interesting people to most people you know.
1: <laughs> the bar is so low, I swear.
0: Or there's a the thing where... Uh, <laughs> oh, what was it? Like... How, like, conservative dudes don't understand why, like, liberal women won't date them.
1: That I, I don't know why they like, like, why they try, you know, like, what, why are conservative dudes going out there and, like, I want to know what, what circumstances they're in, like, what life they live where the conservative types of dudes are regularly interacting with liberal types of women, and then, like, tr- why, after, like, maybe a couple conversations and being able to suss out like their political leaning, choosing to try to date these women.
0: Oh, it's probably just convert them. <laughs> it's like, they're, I'm attracted to your body, but I'll force <clears throat> you to have the mind that I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. But that's, that goes along with smooth brain syndrome. It's like, dude, like, read the room. They don't want you. Cause you suck.
1: Yeah. I mean, sucking is a matter of
0: perspective. I mean, I'd say with conservatives, it's pretty objective at this point. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give some of them some credit and say it's not all of them.
0: It's it's, it's not. Some of them aren't as bad. But then that, that those are the people who are kind of like libertarian or centrist. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I, f- I feel like I've met enough conservative people who are respectful enough to be like, yeah, I'm conservative, you know, and this, that, and the other thing. And like, I respect your opinion and disagree, and we ain't got to fight over it, you know.
0: I don't know. I think the ba- my favorite culprits of smooth brain syndrome are people with superiority complexes. There it is. The, they're always fascinating because it's like the minute you catch them slipping up, it's like <laughs> they what? they try to all F for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's like if you're in a debate with someone with an intellectual, like a superiority complex, I've noticed one thing they try to do. They try to neutralize the argument so that they don't lose. Yeah. And it's so fascinating to watch happen. I think that's i
1: think it's just a debate tactic
0: it's a really bad one because it's not even a debate anymore yeah it's just it's it's fleeing that's why ben shapiro sucks because it's like he won't actually debate anybody that's a challenge because like the couple times there was this one time he was like on i don't know it was british news and this was a british conservative and he ran away from the conversation because he couldn't handle it Mm -hmm. like i don't remember what it was but it was like what Or or the cognitive dissonance that he displayed when they were talking about like rising water levels in Florida. And he's like, well, you know, don't you think they'll just sell their homes? And someone literally, the video was dude like hammering through a wall. And he said, so to who, Ben? Fucking Aquaman?
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I think we should just fucking abandon Florida personally. Why do you want to live somewhere where, the, where hurricanes are a natural, like, common occurrence? I don't understand that shit. Like, if I live next to an active volcano, I'd leave. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Michigan, all right? The worst thing we get is bad snow. <laughs> and it's there's not no even been that bad that lately. <laughs> like, there's no hurricanes. Oh.
0: Speaking of volcanoes, I recommend everybody watch the movie Fire of Love. It's a documentary on Disney Plus, and it's about this couple who spent like dedicate like their entire relationship studying volcanoes. It's it's pretty wild. I was like, dog, that's taking couple hobbies to a whole new level.
1: Yeah, for real. They they said couple hobby, nah, couple career.
0: <laughs> they said couple put our lives in danger type situation. <laughs> fun. Oh man. It was like volcanoes were their passion.
1: People like hey, that are interesting. It's like yeah. storm
0: chasers. Can't really
1: knock it though. I mean, they they found somebody that they they fucked with enough that was into the same shit.
0: Yeah, that's it's just so interesting. Well, I think we've rambled enough, so I guess we can kind of cut this episode where it's at. And if you you know if your brain if you find your brain becoming smooth, maybe do something to kind of you know make it not smooth
1: and for all of life's other problems hit the gym (laughs) hit
0: the gym and floss your teeth (laughs) two problem solvers right there well if you want to find us on other places of the interweb where i don't update ever still you can find us at pnts pod on facebook instagram and twitter if you want to listen to my other show the k cut It's Oscar season. We're going to do some episodes about the Oscars nominations. I have, in the past week, watched four nominees. That is too many. 15 of them were shorts. Oh, okay. I have 28 features to go. And the Oscars are on the 12th, so I have a month to do it. But I'll do it. I always do it. I will say, though, it's definitely wild because, like, you know, (laughs) let's just say I had to get some of these flicks with illicit means... (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh, that's all man. i'm
0: gonna say hey
1: man you' uh, you're not telling on yourself yet
0: dude there's a whole community if you really want if you really want to get in on the oscar thing join oscar's death race it's a subreddit you know it's it's a whole group dedicated to watching every single nominee
1: why is it called oscar's death race
0: oh it's the death race you know we're trying to watch every single nominee before the show oh okay yeah, and if you had if you didn't watch every if you didn't watch everything that was available before throughout the year, then you got to scramble like I did or like I'm doing.
1: Well, why isn't it just the Oscars like race? Why is it
0: death race? Because race? it sounds cooler, Greg. <laughs> it makes it sound more intense than it actually is. It is kind of intense because there's a lot of movies that are three hours this time around. But anyway, you can find all our socials uh, at the K Cut. If you'd like to follow myself and what I do with my music and such, you can follow me at btq Paul. Um, You can find Greg somewhere. You can find Greg anywhere your heart is. You can find me out there swimming. (laughs) Maybe the real Greg is the friends we've made along the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Greg-kun. Otaku Greg.
0: (laughs) Oh... Well, alright everybody, that's the show for today And as I like to say, collaboration breeds community Stay hustling, stay hydrated